is ice cool in moments like this. Oh, the big fella runs back into heavy traffic. Look at him go! Sunday footy talk, Dobbo and James Graham. Hello, Gemma. Hello, Ben Dobbin. How are you? <laughs> Good, mate. You've got your bagel. You're all right now? Yeah, I'm all right now. Yeah. Man. I'm, uh, We've got a big to... day in Queensland where we're doing footy talk from Titans Broncos today. We're going to unpack the Ben Hunt issue. It's a huge story, and we're going to look at it in depth. Yeah, absolutely we are, and we're also going to look at what happened at the Knights' defeat at the hand of a very understrength but clinical Penrith Panthers team. Yeah, is Adam O'Brien safe? We'll unpack that as well. So much to get through. This is Sunday Footy Talk. James Graham and Dobbo with you, a listener podcast. Sunday Footy Talk, Jimmy Graham and Dobbo with you. And let's recap what has been a really interesting round 17 so far. Yesterday, uh, it was all about uh, the Dolphins getting beaten uh, 48 points to 20 by Parramatta. Parramatta outstanding in the first half. And then we went to the Panthers winning over the Knights. We'll talk about that. And in the last game, the Storm too good for the Seagulls. But the big news, Jimmy Graham, is around Ben Hunt. Uh, reported yesterday afternoon that he is requesting once again a release and it looks like that Brisbane have come into the frame uh, now that they potentially could fill out and see him finish this year as a Bronco with the plan to join the Titans in 2024. You're a former Dragons player. I've got to ask your opinion straight up. What's your thoughts? Not a good look. It's not a good look, is it? Let's let's be honest. No, it's not. So yeah, it, so, sometimes situations like this, you go, does it pass the pub test? Don't speak to the man in the street. See how they feel about it. And 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 and, and I'm with them on this one. Yeah, it, it, it really isn't a good look. And I think perhaps, well, it's it's not the first time this has happened. So I'm, the the blame isn't with the Broncos or Ben Hunt for wanting to do this. They're taking advantage of rules that are set in play. I I think there should have, this loophole should have been closed in previous years when we saw people like Tavita Pange Jr. go on a short-term deal to Penrith. We saw uh, David Nofaluma go on a short-term deal to the Melbourne Storm. So it's only the big teams uh, or the teams in uh, contention that take advantage of this rule. It perhaps could be a tactic you know, leave a little bit of room in the salary cap space. Don't waste it now because we might go after a big fish. But that that that's that uh, means that's, nothing though to me. And I'll tell you why. I, I, and you'll understand this. You're right. You are so right about failing the pub test. You are so right about the, the, its loopholes. So. A team, whether they manage their cap, that's on each yep. club and you've got to have 30 players. Some players don't. I know the Dolphins haven't this year. They couldn't fill it all. That is just the way it, the way it works. But for Ben Hunt, I, I've really done a 360 on this. So I'm a member um, and I go and I'm a Dragons member. And at the start of the year, we know we're not going to have a big year, but we're a Dragons member because we've got a marquee player in Ben Hunt. We've got that. Now, I understand he's unhappy. I understand all that. But he did sign a contract in November knowing full well that Griffin was on, you know, in a little bit of doubt. A little bit of doubt. It, it, it was a question. Yeah. So why did he – this is what I don't understand about Ben Hunt. I get it. You're not going to be there next year. I get it. But finish out the year. Finish out the year. We'll sort it out at the end of the season. Because not only – like he's going to play – if he gets named next week, he'll try his hardest. But for Ben Hunt, really, why, why now? So that's, that's the first thing. The second thing is for the Dragons. If, if, if this hap- has to happen, like there's the determination, uh, you know, the, and St. George have got one chance at this. The minute 
a player signs, the D-Determination, St George have no rights. So they do not need to sign that. They do not need to sign this release at all. Exactly. Right? They have to, unless, unless it's going to benefit them long term. So Blake Moser, Dean Mariner, um, Corey Pakes, because... The Broncos will have the Broncos will have all the things. So if I'm the Dragons, I'm like, okay, you want to go Ben Hunt? That's fine. We'll you're three hundred thousand. That's fine. But we're going to get something in return, and it's going to benefit our club. Exactly. So then I've got to say, does the Broncos really, really, when they've got to upgrade Ezra Mam? Reese Walsh came here on four hundred thousand on a low ball contract, and they're going to need upgrading. Their, their big fish is is Payne Haas. And there's ratchet clauses in Cape Wolves and all their contracts. How smart is it really for Brisbane? Well, the coaches say, yes, we want the player. But let's look at the cap. Let's look at long term. Is the four months, 300000 Is it worth it? Is it worth it? Oh, well, 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 you've met, you raised a couple of good points there, Dobber, which is strange for you, but well <laughs> done. The Dragons have to win in this situation and they shouldn't care whether Ben Hunt wins. The yeah. Dragons should be from a point of view of we win. Yep. And we stand for something. And why would we look to benefit anybody else in this competition if it's not going to benefit us? And it might be like, hey, the, you don't lose anything. Yeah. But hey, we're not a team that are in the game of advantaging other premiership winners. Unless the Dragons actually win from this situation, they shouldn't sign that release clause. They've got no right to do that. They need to stand for something in the club, you know, and they can piss off Ben Hunt, who's their captain, yeah. and say, oh, you've done this for us. But no, we don't win in this situation. In terms of him going to the Broncos, they're in a really strong position at the moment. A really strong position. The, the Dragons? The, the, the Broncos. Bron the Broncos. In terms of the season 2023, sure. does bringing this player in, does this disrupt the harmony, the style, and everything that's positive about the Broncos? It's happened in sport before, so you probably wouldn't be aware of this. Newcastle United. Yeah. 15 points clear at Christmas. They bring in a player called Tino Aspria, a striker, a winger. Quality player, but he disrupted the joint. And he cost Newcastle their Premier League hopes. I rang an NRL coach this morning. I said, would you bring Ben Hunt in? He said, I build a club for future, not for one year. He said, bringing Ben Hunt in is a small turn fix that has huge ramifications. Yep. Yep. So when you well, look at Brisbane, yeah. who goes? Because he'll play nine, so he'll play nine. So who goes out of Brisbane side? Well, Walters. Walters goes well, to the bench. Well, 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 all, well also, mate, where this really will piss the fans off is the fact that Ben Hunt has put, come out publicly and says he doesn't want to play number nine for the Dragons. The Dragons, yeah. But he will. He comes to Brisbane. And he can, he'll have his rationale for that. And I'll understand why he will. But... As the, think about the Dragons fan that's sitting at home going, hang on a minute, the best position for you for our club is to do the best for our club at the moment in the current situation is to play nine. You've said you don't want to play there. Oh, but you will in these circumstances. Now, I get why Ben Hunt would, but that's a hard pill to swallow. Oh, it is. For any Dragons fan out there listening. Gemma... The money you have left over in the cap, you can roll over into 2024. And with, this is the other factor for Brisbane. So the short-term fix is, yep, we could win a comp. I might not. The best two other two attacking sides, Penrith and South and Brisbane, I, I, that's, to me, Parramatta have now shown, I know I've mocked them, but Parramatta have now shown that they've got some attacking flair as well. So, I mean, I'm going to put those four teams there at the moment as the real, real sides that have got a big chance at this moment. On round 17...
you don't want to lose Walsh. Walsh came back for family, personal reasons, and he's on 400 a year at the moment. So he's going to need an upgrade. And Payne Huss needs, like, that 300, when you're at the top of the comp, that could have a lot to do with keeping some of your superstars for the future. And that's what I don't think Brisbane are thinking about at the moment. Uh, To me... It, got, I love Ben Hunt. It's a dog with fleas. It's a dog with fleas long term. Well, uh, perhaps the, the Broncos have got tunnel vision. It's been a long time since, and they've got the blinkers on. Oh, a long, it's a long time since Brisbane have been in this position, have been contending for a title. Yeah. It's been, a, and maybe they've just gone, hang on a minute. We need to go all in here. We're losing Flegler next year. We're losing Farmworth yeah. next year. Of course. It, it, it is now our only window. And then if it doesn't come, if it doesn't come to fruition like the heads could roll over this and then what, yeah. what's the not just the ramifications for player retention moving forward but then the attitude of the camp of like well hang on we bought Ben Hunt in we couldn't win it with him and Flegler and Farmworth oh, well now all of a sudden we've had to spend more extra money on keeping Haas on keeping uh, hey that well, upgrade Ezra man we, we haven't yeah. got that this year yeah okay like, why not oh because we gave it to Ben Hunt last you know, year th- th- this could be the story in five years time yeah. when the if the Broncos peak and then trough when they're coming out of that trough it's like how did we get to here ah it all started in 2023 when we went after Ben even the fact that they're being linked with him you can't tell me now that players in that dressing room aren't talking going well hang on a minute they've told me they don't have any money left They've told me I can't upgrade. They've told me I'm going to be... What's wrong with our attack? What's wrong with the way the Broncos are playing now? Well, I'll tell you what else it is. The 18% ratchet clause in everybody's contracts. One of their edge forwards is on $600,000 a year. The cap's gone up. They're up to 800000 You don't factor in that as well. Like This is... Like, the cap is a strategic thing. And the ratchet clauses that different people have in there... Like, the, the money just isn't there. So, Brisbane... I think they've all been activated, though. I think all the ratchet clauses have already been activated. So, they've got 300 left moving forward, right? For the next four months. For the next so four months. Jul- and they've got July, one spot. August, September. What happens October. to Billy Walters, though? Does this, say the, does this say from within that the coach, his dad, doesn't think that they can win a comp with Billy at, at night? Like, I'm being genuine here. Like, if, you know... Well, that'll be, the, you know, that'll be that, the talk of that, the dressing room. Sub, that, so and that, also, that will be the subconscious thought of like, well, hang on a minute. I thought what we were doing is good enough. We're leading the comp. We're leading We've got it. the most wins in the competition at the moment. We've beaten the reigning premiers. Uh, we're building nicely. We've got our origin players coming back. But still, you don't think I'm good enough to be that number nine, so you're going to go and get someone else in who's not preferable number nine. Yeah. So does that play in? Like, I'm just, you know, like... That is, the, com- that is coming here short term. Four months, four months. It's it's uh, it's a real from the outside looking in. Yesterday, when I heard it straight away, I went yes. But then I sat with it, and I sat with it, and I'm like, this is not. And I love Ben Hunt. You know, I've yeah, been a me, bigger me, defender. Me, me too. You know. and, and, and I can consider him a friend. But and this isn't an attack on Ben. This isn't anything negative about Ben. He wants to take advantage of this is this situation for him. But hey, this comes at a price where we're going to talk about it, and and the proof will be in the pudding today. You've got a Broncos side. Does this play an effect today against their Derby rivals? Because the Titans, they've got their own thing to play for. Hey, it wasn't Justin Holbrook. You shouldn't have sacked that coach. Des Hasler, he's watching. We're all on notice. So there's a lot playing there's out a, here there's, today. There's a, there's there's a, a lot, lot on, playing on, There's a lot on the line today. And yeah. there's so many interesting subplots. We're going to take a break. Footy talk. James Graham and Dobbo with you. We're going to talk Knights next. <laughs> Oh, 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 oh,
Welcome back to Footy Talk. James Graham and Dobbo with you on a Sunday. The game that we'll be calling on Triple N this afternoon. Two games this afternoon. Obviously, the derby between the Broncos and the Titans. Uh, that'll be called by Dan Gadane. And then later this evening, Andy Raymond is calling the Roosters taking on the Raiders. That's the 6.15 game. You can hear that on the Listener app no matter what. Download Listener and you got that. This is Footy Talk, a Listener podcast this afternoon. So much to get through this afternoon. But the Knights, another loss, James Graham. And... It's starting to pile up, and the excuses... I I listened to Adam O'Brien's press conference after they were beaten 20 points to 12. I will say, side note, I don't know if you've seen Christian Welsh, uh, the Melbourne Storm captain, he goes to the press conference and he says to Craig Bellamy, how about about the Knights getting rolled by Penrith when they didn't have any of their good players in before it, and it's gone viral, and it was on the speakers. It's gone viral. So. That sets up another subplot for when <laughs> that's happening. But the bottom line is the Knights were beaten. They were beaten by a side that had their no Cleary and five Origin stars yeah. not in the game. 20 points to 12. I watched this game. Penrith were unbelievable. They, I think they completed at 90%, 91% the whole way through. Yeah, they, they were, um, I think they were 100% uh, in the whole first half. Now, that's a that's a great um, way to set up. But... Their attack, like it's ridiculous. That, that try um, from Tyrone Peachy, where um, Mitch Kenny's got out a dummy half, thrown a, a cutout ball to James Fisher Harris. Like you know, the, there's playing with the game plan to go out there and not make mistakes. That's fair enough. Yeah. But where they were throwing the ball around like that, it's they're a special team. Make no mistake about that. But I hate dead riding coaches, and I know, and I know I've been known to do it. But after 15 uh, games, five wins and a draw, and they're sitting at 14th, you've had two buys. Is it time to – and you've got to have a plan B. And I don't want to death right Adam O'Brien because he's a lovely bloke. And But clearly the best that, – that, that roster is not a bad roster. You know, any team with Frizzell, Ponga, um, Saifides, um, Jackson Hastings, Dane Gagai, um, they've got Dominic, Dominic Young. Young they've yeah, got, like they've they, got a yeah. very, very yeah. good roster, that, and there's no excuse. And the, the same old, we were gritty and we played tough and we, you know, made silly errors. I've heard it before. Yeah. Well, I've ma- heard it before from other coaches. And I'm just saying, Jammer, is it time for the Knights? I mean, he was one of the blokes. He's had three years at this now. Yeah. That, He's look, had longer, I think. I think he might have had four years yeah. with COVID. And, and I mean... You know, to me, he got them to a semi-final. Um, but look, they, yeah. they, they've had some, you know, a, a pretty tough run with injuries. But so have a lot of teams, uh, and with the talent that they've got, they're just they're, they're not performing at the expectation that that they should be. And I I, I don't like seeing coaches put under pressure. Uh, but the nature of the beast, the very nature of our sport, that that the you know that. The decision makers and how quick they are to, to move coaches on. Yeah, um, it's it's hard to see how how how, how um well, Brian last l- 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 t- sees sees this year through and coaches them next year. I think Parramatta have lost the, their five eight and their nine yeah. from last year, and, and and I know they had a slow start, but the last four weeks they have been their attack has been electric. Like I'm just looking at other teams that have had yeah. the similar sort well, of injuries. Well, Titans and and again, like look, I, I know Christian Welsh has said that, but it's true. Oh, like, mate, it's it, 100% it like, true. How, how have that Newcastle team not got beaten? Beat, by, not beat, mate, not even I, got, I agree. Not, not even the wording of... They never not even looked even like beat, it. Not, how have they not beaten Penrith? Yeah. 
How have they not beaten them? That, that's a question. Not how did Penrith beat them? How did the Knights not have enough to generate as many opportunities to go, go down there, and go over to Penrith and beat them? Well, the plan is now you've got to have a plan B. And I don't know whether or not the Was Knight... it Peter Parr that's involved? Peter Parr's Peter very Parr's much... There. Yeah. So, so I, I, I mean, I, he knows how to get things done. Yeah, but I, I, it's whether or not... It's whether or not they pull the trigger now, they wait to the end of the year. I, I don't know, but... Well, the two most experienced coaches that are available in the market have now been taken off the market, haven't they? In, 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 uh, Flanagan Flan- and Hasler. Flanagan and Hasler. So, you know... Uh, I, th- I like Paul McGregor as a senior coach. Paul McGregor is there. I, I like Paul McGregor with a chaperone of Ben Hornby or Dean Young, one of these. But I liked what Paul McGregor did with a decent roster. Yeah, I, I, I don't disagree with you. Yeah, I, uh, I there, think there, to myself, there, 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 you know, P- Peter Paul's got to got to look and assess the situation because there's a number of candidates which which way they go. So, um, look, he, he's not sacked yet, but it, it's hard to imagine him being there uh, beyond this season. That's Footy Talk from us. This is uh, Footy Talk, a listener podcast. James Graham and Dobbo with you. Enjoy your Sunday.